Hi, this is Gina Casella from Port St. John, Florida, and you're listening to the Really Big Barbecue Central Show. Start the game! Let's go! We'll do it live. Okay. Do it live! I'll write it and we'll do it live! So to get that perfect barbecue, you use wood. Are you sure you say whatever? We put the lighter fluid on, strike the match, and... Should we call the fire department? That might be a good idea. All right, good evening, and welcome to the Really Big Barbecue Central Show. A show that talks about barbecue and grilling, originating from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame city of Cleveland, Ohio, the barbecue capital of the North Coast. I'm your program host, Greg Rempe. Happy to have you aboard here on your Tuesday evening. So happy to have you. There appears to be some kind of an issue with the uh, YouTube stream, at least on my end. I'm trying to go in so I can pull the chat up, and that doesn't seem to be working, so I apologize. Oh, there it is. All right. Very good. I must have had to have started and stopped and then restarted and stopped again. Whatever the case is, chat roll is now back up, and YouTube is now properly functioning. Maybe it was working for you right off in the beginning. Good for you. It wasn't for me. And here we go. I am your program host, Greg Rempe, as I had mentioned. If you want to take part in the show this evening, here's how you do it. You can get in touch with the show by calling 216-220-0966. Email Greg at the BBQCentralShow.com. On the Twitter and Instagram, at BBQCentralShow. Anything else you want to find out about the show can be found at the main website, thebbqcentralshow.com. And here's what's happening in case you didn't get the newsletter coming up in about 12 minutes from now. It is the second Tuesday of the month, that being August. And you know what that means. It's going to be a visit for the 914 and 935 segments with none other than the creator of the most heavily trafficked barbecue and grilling website on the face of the earth. And yes, he does have the statistics to prove it in case you want to get down in a street fight. It is Meathead from AmazingRibs.com. And we'll be talking about the barbecue star thing. We will be talking about barbecue brawl. We'll be answering some of your Facebook questions. Lots of stuff to get to with Meathead as normal. That will bring a close to the first hour, and then we will move to the second hour of the show. And we have a first-timer and a now what appears to be semi-recurring guest in the 1014 section of the show. I will be joined by somebody that is moving into his 31st year of barbecue restaurant tourship. Restauranteurship. Whatever. Have you ever heard of a place called Dinosaur Barbecue, especially big out there in, I guess, what I would call upstate New York area or the Southern tier slash Western tier, depending on what portion of New York you're on. Buffalo comes to mind. Crapchester comes to mind. Syracuse, Albany, just to name a few. 
If you're talking about barbecue there, you're definitely talking about dinosaur barbecue. And I'm talking with John Stage at 1014 this evening. Very excited to talk with him. And then closing it out tonight, she gave me the exclusive a couple months ago when we announced the Barbecue Hall of Fame members for the 2019 American Royal Barbecue Hall of Fame. And she will be rejoining me at 1035 this evening to talk about the 2019 American Royal, which is coming up in weeks. So if you are on the fence on competing, we might be able to entice you to get off that fence and go ahead and compete. We'll be talking about some other things as well. So that's what you have this evening. If you're not following me socially, get on it at BBQ Central Show on the Instagram and the Twitter slash BBQ Central Show on Facebook. There's a video feed there as well. All right, laid it out for you. Rarely do I get one of these. We got one tonight in studio guest. And it's Hunter Saunders, barbecue legend. Hey, Hunter. Yo, what's up? (laughs) Maybe not barbecue. All right, but let's call you uh, in transit. Exactly. Yeah, I'm in transit. I have to be honest. Ladies. I'm looking at you. Ladies, he's single and ready to mingle. So uh, I'm having like a a huge deja vu slash I'm old moment because I look at a 20, almost 21 year old Hunter Saunders and it hearkens me like, I mean, the way you look, the mannerisms, the way you talk. (laughs) I mean, there isn't 1% of you that doesn't scream Seth Sanders and nobody knows who that is except me. (laughs) <laughs> and your mom and, you know, your brothers. I know him, yeah. But to the barbecue community, Seth Saunders is just the name that might as well be mentioned like, you know, Tom Thumbs Blues. Exactly. But I am looking at the freaking spitting image of Seth Saunders when, he, like, 20 years ago or 23 years ago, however old we are anymore. It, I mean, I'm, I just turned 45. Oh, yeah, you're getting old, weeks. so you probably can't remember. I know. It's, <laughs> it, it quickly, it evaporates. But, I mean, just the fact that I sit here and I look and I'm like, that's Seth. But it's not <laughs> Seth. It's Hunter. is absolutely incredible to me. So here you are. Um, I get a message from your dad, like, you know, 10, 11 o'clock this morning saying, hey, can Hunter crash at your house? And I'm like, <laughs> I mean... Where could he be? Where were you? Yeah, I was in New Jersey uh, doing summer sales, being hated by the communities. Summer doors. sales. All right. Uh, I thought you were saying summer sale like on the ocean. Oh, that would be even better. Summer sales. <laughs> I got it. So you were doing door-to-door operations. Exactly, for pest control. Wow. What do we want to name the company? No. Okay. <laughs> so why, like, were you able to get off today and like you're making the trek back or what's the deal? Yeah. So what happened is I, I got a concussion on the job because I'm a private contractor for this specific company. They can't offer works comp. So I'm sitting here spending money, paying rent uh, with uh, no compensation. Right. And so I just wanted to skedaddle because I knew I wasn't going to knock before the Friday, which was my release date. Yeah. And so I uh, wanted to go. They said, no, no, no. And I said, yes, yes, yes. Basically. I uh, ended up telling my supervisor I need to leave. He's like, well, we're going to take your money then. And I said, no, you're not. And uh, Fisticuffs yeah. ensue, gunshots fire, yeah. and now you're beating it back west. Yes, exactly. Wow. With a concussion. but uh, <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for your summer sales. Here's exactly. a concussion. Beat yeah. <laughs> this wow. is what you will or will not remember. Wow. So. Unbelievable. Yeah. Well, uh, I learned a lot. All so. Right, so we're out of work. So you're an employable youth. 
Yes. May or may not be looking for a girlfriend, trying to cash in all bets here in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame city. There we go. And you're literally <laughs> leaving at 4 a.m. Yeah. Well, uh, I have a friend out in Chicago, and so I want to go have lunch with them at a decent time. So yeah. uh, six hours, 30 minutes or so. Uh, that should leave me enough time to get there about 12 if I need to take a nap. Because remember, uh, you gain an hour going back. Yeah. And so that that's going to be another advantage so maybe a three-hour nap uh that sounds good to me (laughs) yeah wow so uh and then ultimately though you're making your way back to where i'm going back to utah orem utah back to the fam are you uh one of them mormons oh absolutely yeah yeah if anybody wants to know more mormon.org we i may or may not i mean i i hate to be a uh religional racist and say that i may be having uh, another mormon on in is it next week maybe but there's uh Susie bullock is uh hey Hey, hey, and she's from utah so i don't just want to you know, paint with a broad brush, and but I would. What I mean, what are my odds? Eighty percent that she's probably Mormon. I guarantee it. Just looking yeah. at her, guarantee it. Look at <laughs> the, now this guy's a professional, <laughs> professional Mormon. Yeah, and you did the whole thing. Like you graduated high school, and you went and did the uh, the Mormon mission. Two which, years. Uh, yeah. Like, what does that entail? Just to, like a high level for people that don't know. Well, I was out in Idaho. Uh, everybody knows about the church out there, uh, the Mormon church, and so it was basically me uh, being told what the church is or is not <laughs> and uh getting the door shut on me and everyone else was nice because they were members mm. and so it was uh either really bad encounter or really good encounter but uh we try to make those really bad into a little less bad each time we encounter these people mm-hmm. trying to make a difference try to serve them go out and help them in the yard uh without them giving us permission kind of soften their hearts so just doing the christian thing yeah Nice. And uh, like, what was your close rate? My close rate, as yeah. in... If you saw 100 people in a day, could you get any to convert that day? Uh, n- not a chance. Not a chance. <laughs> not a chance. No yeah, wonder you that's... got fired from the pesticides. <laughs> like, you can't even convert religion. What are you doing? <laughs> wow. Yeah, exactly. So your I can't dad's do it hiding with... under the couch right now. Exactly. Your dad's, your dad's close rate was 75% New York City. I bet you didn't know that. <laughs> the guy was a man. He's a, he's a Mormon conversion legend. Exactly. Yes. Yeah, well, good thing I uh, have some time still because, I mean, I left when he's... When when I was 18, he left when he was 19, so it's yeah. a little bit of a difference. Right, we so. got time. Right. So uh, Hunter Saunders is here in layover mode, hanging out. I was like, dude, lucky for you, it just so happens to be show night, so you can sit in as long as you want. The green room is out there, obviously, and you can Absolutely. couch out as you see fit, but as long as you want to hang out, I'm more than happy to have you. So you stand by, Mr. Hunter, and I will talk to the folks about BigPapaSmokers.com. That's right. The one-stop online shop for all things barbecue. Their curated selection of only the best outdoor cooking and grilling supplies get you on the path to better barbecue results in no time. Whether you're in the backyard, like me, or on the competition circuit, like Big Papa himself, Sterling Ball, or a number of others, they got something for you. 13 perfectly balanced sauces and spices. Actually, Hunter just had some sweet money, and he was... Completely addicted right off the bat. It's one of everybody's favorites. Of course, you can find them at BigPapaSmokers.com. If you want to improve the competition recipes, head on over to BigPapaSmokers.com and hook up with some of that simply marvelous barbecue uh, rub known as the West Coast Offense when you put Big Papa and Simply Marvelous together. They also own Granny's Barbecue Sauce. So if you're looking for a new go-to sauce that will please everybody, 
Granny's traditionally a powerful flavors remind us why we fell in love with barbecue in the first place. And don't forget about the cookers. Come on now. If you're looking for a versatile smoker that's easy to use, you want to check out that Mac 2-Star General Pellet Grill. Big Papa's the exclusive Mac dealer, and they offer special packages as well that nobody else can offer. If you're not a fan of those things, and by those things I mean pellet cookers, try the old Hickory Ace BP. It's the only charcoal smoker that Big Papa trusts on his competition trailer. And if you want some other cookers, he's got them. If you have an ugly drum in the backyard and you want a conversion kick to make it an ugly drum smoker, Big Papa will sell you one of the ones that he makes. It's great. If you're unsure, call them, please, 877-828-0727. That's 877-828-0727. Or shop the website, BigPapaSmokers.com. That's B-I-G-P-O-P-P-A, Smokers.com. We are back with Meathead from AmazingRibs.com. Stick around. Be right back. Casting live from the Barbecue Central Show Studios in Cleveland, Ohio. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Show. Once again, here's your host, Greg Rempe. All right, welcome back. This portion of the show being brought to you by Butcher's Barbecue, makers of award-winning injections, marinades, rubs, seasonings, barbecue sauces, grilling oils. All of Butcher Barbecue products have been tested on the competition circuit as well as in backyards worldwide. Be the pitmaster of your neighborhood and visit ButcherBBQ.com to stock up right now. Always trust your butcher. Hunter, sit up for crying out loud. Oh, I I just I thought I was famous, and so I was texting all my friends. Because they were all uh, like, wow, is that you? That's Absolutely. You. That's right. All right. Uh, we race to the hotline and welcome in second Tuesday of the month guest and creator of the most heavily traffic barbecue and grilling website ever what what meathead is on air hey meathead hey greg hello centralites how's uh, the rock star of barbecue we are rocking and rolling meathead say hello to your second biggest fan hunter saunders from yeah. utah how about that look at this try to stay awake now boy uh, right. <laughs> can't make any promises he's uh, <laughs> I, I said hey hunter meathead is on the show in the first hour and he's like hey i know meathead you're posting about him all the time he's a he's a fan I am in Chicago, too, and you're on my way. Well, yeah, that's right. He's going to be uh, laying over for a quick lunch in the Windy City, believe it or not, tomorrow. He's leaving in Cleveland at 4 a.m. in the morning. How about, how about that? Crazy. And anytime you leave, Cleveland is good. Oh, hey, <laughs> Meathead, what are you talking about? <laughs> I see you. All right, so Meathead hey, is... I yeah, go ahead. heard the, uh, the uh, commercial for Big Papa. Yeah, go ahead. Can I, can, I, can I endorse one of your advertisers? All right. I love Big Papa. I love his spice rubs. Yes. I got a Mac 2 star on my deck that I do almost all my recipe development on because it's solid as a rock. Yes. Temperature wise. And I love watching his videos. I steal all his recipes. Um, <laughs> he's a cool guy. Really? Except, you know, when he bends over, I get blind from that bald. Whoa, I know. <laughs> He he could he could do a little fur on top to take down yeah, the, the scalding. Yeah, I think he needs to put something up there. Yeah, no doubt. 
All right. Well, thank uh, you for that. Knows a lot about barbecue, and he's hot this year, I believe. Ooh, I don't follow competitions very closely, but I believe he is right up on or near the top this year. Well, uh, I know in two of the four categories, he is sniffing the top if he's not Ooh. there at the moment, and then I think <laughs> in the because he's usually sniffing somebody's bottom. Yeah, there you go. You said it, not me, for crying out loud. Uh, <laughs> but he, I believe, I don't know if he competed this past weekend, but prior to there he had won three in a row and also i believe four out of the last five okay let me do this again three out of the last four were wins and the fourth was a reserve which is second place uh hunter by the way he's a, he's a heck of a cook he is doing really and, well and he's uh, and really he's nice. he's relegated to the west coast too and the west coast has been dropping competitions quite rapidly there used to be is that right? huge competitions out there uh, i think dana point used to be a huge one there's a number of other ones that i'm not even going to attempt to try oh, and recall by name but so he's put in a, a pigeonhole or, or he's put in behind the eight ball to a certain degree because, you know, for him to really travel and get out where most of the competitions are, that's acting quite a bit of travel. You know, it, it raises an interesting question, which we might want to discuss tonight or another night. All right. But has barbecue peaked? Um, Competition you know, wise? kind of nibbled around that subject, you and I, in the past. Yeah. It was really, really hot for a while. Um, or is it maybe just the competitions are peaking? I don't know. Yeah. I'm just kind of yeah. curious. I think at the moment, uh, just my opinion as someone who has never competed nor has any interest in competing. By the way, Hunter, have you ever competed in barbecue competition? Um, one time I saw how much food I could eat in the barbecue. No, cooking, <laughs> not eating. Come on. So, uh, Close I think, enough. <laughs> uh, so I have not, but I would say from just from a show perspective, if you go back and look at my body of work, let's say the first seven or eight years of the show live, there was a lot of competition stuff. There was a lot of me interviewing mm-hmm. pitmasters that had won X competition yeah. or Y competition or digging in and doing the uh, barbecue round tables with the competitors. And then if you look at my last five years or most recent five years, if it's a major competition that has taken place, like a Jack or an American Royal, which is coming up here in a few short weeks, or, uh, you know, something big, Memphis in May, for instance. Uh, But, you know, there's no Sam's Club anymore, uh, so we don't talk about that. I I would say from a show's perspective, the interest in competition barbecue has dropped quite a bit. And I think that has to do with the, um, the the loss of the pitmaster factor. So we had pitmaster on television. A lot of people were inspired to go out and give it a try, and they jumped on the circuit. I think there were other things that happened in that phenomena that made it a quick pop-up in popularity, and that was let's take a class, let's uh, get all the latest and greatest, but nobody actually took the time to learn how to cook it properly and get the tenderness game down first. Instead, they were chasing flavor profile games, and then they didn't really have success or they weren't going to make the money that they thought they were going to make, and as quickly as they were into it, they were out of it. And Well, you know, it's funny. You mentioned Barbecue Pitmasters, the TV yeah, show. That's right. I was interviewed today by Ray and Jeff on a radio station in Hartford, Connecticut, and he, one of those two guys, was saying that's what got him into barbecue. Yeah. And I've heard others say that that was a watershed moment, a pivotal event. All of a sudden, barbecue sprang to the fore. I know that around that time, my website took off. Sure. Um, we're still growing, 
but not as much, not as fast. We've kind of plateaued a bit. Um, uh, there's a lot. I wonder if, you know, there was a lot of barbecue restaurants opening, and I don't see that slowing. Yep. I see a lot of neighborhoods that have pizza joints, brew yep. pubs, yep. and barbecue joints. Yes, now. agreed. And you know, all and you have a neighborhood bar, you have a neighborhood pizza joint, brew pub, and barbecue. I see that trend continuing. Well, I think the backyard scene is yeah. as hot. It's never been hotter. The backyard scene is as hot as it's ever been. It's continuing to rise in popularity. People want to be the pit master of their cul-de-sac or the king of the cul-de-sac of the pit master of the backyard, <laughs> whatever you want to call it. And there's lots of great equipment out there now. There's a lot of big name uh, box retailers all the way down to the mom and pop uh, fireplace, barbecue and grill shops that are carrying great items. And they have access, you know, 12 years. I, mean, I can't believe I'm going to say this. I sound so old. Hunter, don't laugh. But, you know, 12 and 13 years ago, you didn't have the same amount of access to all of this knowledge base that you do now. Now you can get on. If, if Hunter was inspired to become a great backyard cook right now, all he has to do is go on YouTube and figure out who the top names in the industry are, put them into YouTube, and inevitably Me there's going to be <clears throat> Meathead, correct. There's gonna, <laughs> Meathead's got videos on YouTube. There's going to be one or 10 or 15 videos by whoever he typed in and explaining in painstaking detail on how to make the best brisket or ribs mm-hmm. or chicken or whatever. So yeah, uh, I think just from correct. that just from that part, having such access to information makes it all the more relevant as to why this portion of the, the backyard portion of the industry continues to grow. I think, I think you're also seeing a transition between uh, these different, you know, you have the older guys that are, you know, they've always lived on this. And now you're having my age that are starting to become dads as well. And so they're starting to learn, hey, you know, how do I need to be able to do this and stuff like that. And so that's a new target. And I don't know how that's going to affect, you know, the future of the barbecue, you know, community and stuff like that. Just having these new millennials come in because they're, you know, they're moving up. They're at the age where they're starting to have guys and, you know, backyard barbecues. And so I think what you talked about getting inspired, getting the young guys inspired to be able to grill off and, and to have these things. That's that's what's going to push it to the competitions, to anything to be able mm-hmm. to keep on growing it, you know? All right, so let's ask this question then, uh, Meathead. I don't want to ask a question that you might not be thinking about asking, but if you are you a, are you technically a millennial hunter? Absolutely. All right, so, you know, that's weird because my daughter's younger than you, and they said that she was Generation Z. Uh-huh. Yeah, what so a, I, was, I, I was born in 1998. Yeah, so, so. Um, so you're millennial, mm-hmm. and millennials, uh, Meathead, do you think it's fair to say that they continually get bashed on a daily basis for being <laughs> the worst people on earth? I don't know. Roundly. I don't stay on top of that. Roundly, I mean, that's of course. That sort of labeling yes, and broad brush stuff. You know, I'm a, um, I'm a baby boomer, um, and uh, all manner of stuff is ascribed to my generation, very little of which applies to me. So yeah. I don't pay attention to that. All right. So, uh, Hunter, are you somebody that in this millennial context has no interest in learning about cooking or just want people to do it for you? I mean, where is your level of interest in being a self-sustaining person? Yeah, honestly, the the interest comes in my uh, Spanish background. They have grills off and stuff like that. In fact, that's what we did one of the weeks. And so... Uh, having uh, just having the friends around you, being able to to build that culture. I think there's different cultures, but that's something that I've always desired, and I've been working on. Like I grilled all the time out here. I would buy shrimp, 
I'd buy, you know, T-bone steaks and I would grill them up and then it would last me the week, you know, through. And so I, I was mm-hmm. smart with my money trying to conserve that and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, I have a huge desire and I know other guys are trying to, they're looking at me, they're like, what the crap? You know, I need to learn how to do this too. And I'm like, Hey, you got to make your wife happy. Your kid's happy one day. So that's right. Happy wife, happy life. Right. Exactly. Well, you know, the old saying about the way to a man's heart is through his stomach. It's true the other way around too. Yeah, exactly. Um, hey, you know, by the way, I meant to mention to you. I tried to log into this conversation on the YouTube uh, channel. Yes. And as of 8.05, you were still not streaming on YouTube. Yes, I think if you try it now, you'll be okay because okay. I was well, having I'm trouble I'm access. on Facebook with you now. So. All right. Well, I'm at, you know, well, we're on Skype. Yeah. Um, I brought show and tell. Go ahead. Um, I mean, for those of people who are watching, um, can you see this? They look like plump raisins. Are they yes. dates? Yes, they are. are they, they are. The raisins or dates? Cherry tomato raisins from the smoker. Really? I do this every year, oh, and I got to tell you, next to pork, this is the best thing you can put on your smoker. I get cherry tomatoes. Our garden is overflowing with them. And I take a sharp knife and poke three or four holes in them so that they'll dry out. Uh-huh. I put them on the smoker at 225, 230. It's got to be up above the boiling point. It took about six, seven hours. They dehydrate to raisin size. Hmm. They're tender like raisins. I don't even see. I'm squishing them. Oh, yeah. They, they, they look and feel just like raisins. But just like raisins have all that concentrated sugar in them, Yeah. so do these, and they have smoke flavor. Mm-hmm. They're just incredible. Really? They are you, you, you can throw them in a salad, you can bake them into a loaf of bread or a focaccia on a pizza, anything you would do with a sun-dried tomato, because that's essentially what you have, is a sun-dried tomato dried on the smoker hmm. with smoke, just unbelievable, and I made this today, the uh, initial size, I mean, it was like, you know, Oh, it was a huge, a right, yeah, yeah. But they're phenomenal. They're absolutely wonderful. I eat them like candy, but um, also great to cook with. If you've got cherry tomatoes out the wazoo like we do out there, folks. They all come in at the same time, right? Do this. Do this. Yeah. Uh, Good in salads, I would imagine, too, right? Oh, absolutely great in a salad. Yes, I bet. Any place you would put a raisin. On top of pizza. If you want to make a brajol, an Italian brajol, or roll up a uh, flank steak or something. Mm. Um, Wherever you, uh, you know, uh, uh, the pastas, um, just anywhere you would put a raisin. It's just a tomato raisin, and it's got smoke. Nice. Uh, Meathead joining us here from AmazingRibs.com. All right, Meathead, so let's talk about, for the remainder of this segment, let's talk about uh, we and we had touched on it, I think, last month or maybe the month before when it was just kind of getting introduced. It was this uh, whole thing of barbecue stars video? We had talked yeah. uh, about the, um, the the phenomena known as master class, which is a bunch of courses um, covering a whole bunch of different things. You know, from uh, music directing to video directing to cooking and everything in between. Barbecue Stars is something of a similar ilk, but only focusing on live fire, correct? Yeah. Um, the, the concept is really cool. Um, there's a system out there called Masterclass, and this is very similar. Um, what you do is you sign up for the Masterclass series, and you're going to get a series of videos which you can watch one, ten, a hundred times. I don't know for sure if you can download them, um, but 
you essentially get a pass to watch them all. And they've hired 10 of us. Um, there's uh, and, and a lot of these names will be familiar to your listeners. Tuffy Stone, possibly the winningest cook on the barbecue circuit, period. No, uh, um, I don't want to sound like a, a craphead here, but couldn't make it past the second week of Barbecue Brawl. Oh, yeah, yeah, I heard that. Can't believe I didn't watch it. <laughs> I don't know. even want to get into that travesty, but go ahead. Yeah, because competition cooking on TV Ugh. is a real measure Ugh. of your skill. That's right. Um, By the way, Harry peace Sue? and love. Peace and love, Tuffy. I was just kidding. Yeah. Tuffy, Tuffy is cooking... Um, uh, he, he's going to talk about brines, rubs, sauces. Nice. Um, he's cooking tri-tip and ribs and chicken. He's going to talk about his ribs and chicken recipes. And he's doing. Each of us is doing about eight or ten videos. Harry Sue has gone off the deep end. You wouldn't be surprised to hear that, would you? Um, he's doing a lot of Asian. He's doing beef martini, shaken not stirred. What? Pureed pear. Yeah. <laughs> what does that Pureed mean, beef martini? I have no idea, but I'm sure oh, Harry does. Uh, but these are each videos. They're each going to run five to ten minutes, all right. and you'll get all of them. There'll be about a hundred of these videos. Um, pureed pear flanken cut beef short ribs oh. with kimchi. Wow. Thai spicy chili flank steak salad. Um, rice wine marinated barbecue pork belly with bok choy. And on and on and on. Um, um, uh, there's... Um, Let's see. I'm looking at the list here on the screen. Um, uh, Ken and Brett, the steak guys, the guy. These are the two guys who invented the Steak Cookoff Association. All right. Yep. They're going to be doing steaks and whole prime rib um, uh, and uh, 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 chicken and uh, brining and rotisserie and a few other things. <laughs> this is one of my favorite people. It may not, he's not well known in the barbecue world, but he should be. Kent Rollins. Do you know that name? Uh, I know the name. Isn't he a writer of some sort? Uh, he does chuck wagon cooking. Oh, right. That's cast right. iron cooking. Um, he's the master of the Dutch oven and the cast iron and campfire and chuck wagon. Um, and he's going to do live fire cooking, heat management, Dutch oven basics, um, uh, cooking in rough weather conditions. Um, and he's going to do a whole bunch of fun stuff there. Um, Matt Pittman. Um, he's doing a barbacoa and pork belly burnt ends and uh, smoked lemonade. Um, and then Ariane Dugan, who is not often thought of in the barbecue community. Yes. She is the lady behind D'Artagnan, which is the company that imports, or, or, or well, imports from France and the U.S., um, the best foie gras. Oh. And also a lot of great game meats, venison, beef, lamb. Horse. No, no horse. I'm sorry, Greg. I was just kidding you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, by the way, I don't want to diverge, but Hunter has had uh, horse testicles, believe it or not. True story, right, Hunter? Absolutely. And Rocky Mountain. How about that? Oysters. You ever, had, uh, you ever eaten horse balls, Meathead? <laughs> no. Never? I've had, I've had beef testicles. I've had... I, 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 <laughs> I had a friend once. He, 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 he did a dinner in my honor... At a French restaurant, yeah, um, with duck, with um, uh, uh, four olives, uh, four olive d dishes, and so there was a black olive, a green olive, um, a um, uh, 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 and uh, no, it's three olives and a white olive, 
and uh, the white olive turned out to be duck testicles. Really? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Jokes got, on you. Got, <laughs> <laughs> uh, good. Yeah. The hunter uh, described him. Arianne is doing a lot of interesting game and stuff. Yeah. Dave Busca, you know him very well. We call him uh, Busca, where I come from. But that's sponsor. He's yeah. on there. He's going to do his competition chicken. He's doing, it looks like, all chicken and brisket. Um, nice. And... Uh, um, let's see what else. Uh, uh, Dean Fearing, um, he's uh, out of Dallas. He's a restaurateur, mm. but he hasn't posted the recipes he's doing yet. And uh, Tim Grandinetti, also another restaurateur. I don't know. He's he's doing farm to table plate flavor bombs, whatever that means. Huh. And then I'm doing. I'm starting. I start my series. I'm prepping tomorrow, and we yep. shoot Thursday and Friday. Mm. Two full solid days of shooting. There's a camera crew. Gonna have ten people on set. Wow! And uh, I, I, I'm going to be doing uh, pulled pork, but I'm also going to be doing sous vide Q steak on the afterburner. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm going to do sweet and sour pork uh, with a mumbo sauce, mm. um, Chilean sea bass on Greg, a term you coined, close proximity smoking. That's right, CPS. With Right, it's it's it it sits right on top of grill grates, and the smoke is right below it. That's right. Uh, I'm going to do smoked salmon. I'm going to do a grilled ratatouille, and I have special guests coming in: Greg and Christina Gardbo from Chicago Culinary Kitchen. They are really talented cooks, and they're going to be doing their porchetta. Wow! So there's some really good stuff, and some a lot of technical stuff. So there's going to be like 80 to 100 videos. And uh, wow. it's going to go on. You can go to. All right. Here's here's how you go to get on the mailing list when they all open right. it up for sale. Under pay uh, attention. They'll let you know. Um, HTTPS colon slash slash tinyurl.com. Meathead, what what the hell are you talking about? Give us the freaking website. Tinyurl HTTPS. What is that? Are you for real? Good thing we got it on a podcast so we can re-listen. Yeah, Greg, don't you don't you speak internet? It's tinyurl.com. Yes. Slash BBQ stars. It's not just tinyurl.com slash BBQ stars. Is that your thing? Yes. Oh, okay. That's why it's the tiny URL part. Well, the, the URL that they gave me is like 40 letters and numbers long, and that's ridiculous. Why so don't I they just put go to bbqstars.com and sign up? Well, I mean, how go, stupid? Because if you go to tinyurl.com slash bbqstars, yes. then I get credit for it. Oh, fine. It's ridiculous, but fine. Please use the tinyurl slash bbqstars. Yeah. Tinyurl.com slash bbqstars. Look at, hold on, hold that up there. Look at that. There it is, right there. Boom. He's got it. He got it. The youth okay. the youth these days, Meathead, and the The millennials. Yeah, the millennials. <laughs> They're quick. That. Nobody thought that they were no, worth you anything. You said URL. I, I want them to know that I'm out there helping them tiny, uh, sell this thing. Tinyurl.com slash BBQ stars. That's the ticket. All right. Well, uh, that's it. We're talking with Meathead from AmazingRibs.com. Hunter Saunders is in as well. So you guys hang back for just one second. We'll be back. To talk about uh, maybe a little more barbecue television, uh, we'll wrap up the barbecue star stuff too, if we need to. I'll talk to you quickly about a personal appearance that I'll be making September 21st, all day long at the Hartville Hardware Grill Fest 2019. Yes, come and watch me, MC, and delight you all day with jokes and tomfoolery. We'll also be interacting with live demos. 
with the likes of Lisa Delgado, a local Cleveland chef who will be tooling around on the Big Green Egg. There will also be a Weber Live demo person. They have yet to be determined, but as soon as I get that news, I will let you know. And, of course, the big draw besides me is none other than the Diva Q herself, Danielle Bennett. And, I mean, what's what's more fun than two years ago I was emceeing the Hartville Hardware Grill Fest. That was 2017. Diva was there. And we went back. It was like a live, on-location, barbecue central show segment, except she was really cooking. And I was really interviewing her while she was cooking and taking some audience questions. It was great. You can take part as well as long as you visit HartfieldHardware.com, the nation's largest hardware store. Again, that's September 21st. Uh, it starts around 10 a.m. I will be there at 8.30 getting uh, all the high fives and signing all the autographs as needed. And then, as I mentioned, DVQ is in. Uh, Weber will be announced at some point, at least Delgado, local Cleveland chef, will be on the Big Green Egg. HartvilleHardware.com, and we are back with more Meathead from AmazingRibs.com. Stick around. Continuing to produce incredibly mediocre content in an exceptionally professional way. You're listening and watching the Barbecue Central Show. Once again, here's your host, Greg Rampey. All right, this portion of the show being brought to you by CookinPellets.com, your number one source for quality wood pellets. If you want to try a little bit of that close proximity smoking, use some Cooking Pellets. Why not? CookinPellets.com or you can buy at Amazon.com, too, if you want. Hunter, you ever heard of Amazon? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you can get Cooking Pellets right at Amazon. Millennial owns it. Yeah. <laughs> A rich guy, oh, well, half a half of rich as he used to be. But nevertheless, it's still pretty rich, right, Meathead? Yes, indeed. Yeah. So uh, let's get ready to. Oh, oh no! Hold on, I for some reason, Meathead, I accidentally shut down our outline. So, was there anything else that you wanted to talk about in regards to the barbecue stars portion? No, it looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm really excited about it. I'm looking forward to seeing these other guys cook and their tips because I think you're going to get to see um, better than what you get on YouTube from each of us. Right. And um, uh, I've seen the production values. They've done this before mm. for other um, specialties. In fact, the last one they did was knitting stars. Can you believe it? There are knitting stars in this world. I was on and that I video. What are you talking about? a bunch about? of these videos. And they're fantastic. Mm. Um, you, it makes me want to go knit. Did something. you uh, know? Did you master the hook and pearl, Meathead? That's what everybody wants to know. Did you master the hook and pearl. <laughs> yeah. All right, uh, Hunter, are you inspired to uh, sub up on barbecue stars? Yay! Yes. <laughs> How much is it, Meathead? Um, two ninety-seven. Two ninety-seven. You got that kind of coin laying around there, youngster? Oh, absolutely. You do. Yeah, I do. Damn liar. Door to door. That's right. Racing money door to door. Yeah. I'll go sell your uh, radio show. Go right back to doing what you were doing. Knock on the doors and ask for cash. You can go buy Meathead's class. Tinyurl.com slash BBQ stars. Please use that. Tinyurl.com slash BBQ stars. We can make Meathead a couple bucks. All right. Uh, so you had mentioned or we were talking about uh, whether competition barbecue had seen its heyday which i think at the moment it has 
And we talked about barbecue pitmasters, but are you watching uh, barbecue brawl? No, I, I don't watch barbecue television much anymore. I don't uh, watch a lot of television. <laughs> um, I'm a reader. Um, always have been. Read fiction. Uh, I finally got sucked into reading Toni Morrison after she died this last week. Everybody's talking about how great a novelist she is, so I'm reading her. Um, but no, I don't watch it. It, it. I mean, I've had enough to do with television to know that it's not real. Um, and that, you know, uh, things are invented and conflicts are created. Um, I, I know that when John Marcus did the original show, it, there was a degree of sincerity to it. I mean, if they kick Tuffy off on the first week, I'm... Hey, he okay. overcooked a brisket in five hours. I mean, you got to go for that, right? I, I don't know what <laughs> what happened. I have no idea. But... Um, yeah, he's your buddy has fallen asleep over there. What are you talking about? He's mm -hmm. having he's he's uh reading with his eyes. I'm just, no, he's yawning. A break. No, 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 no. I'm I'm I was okay. reading your website oh. and I was looking <laughs> I was looking at my legs and I was saying, man, those would probably be pretty tasty. Yeah, see we're inspiring him <laughs> to eat. Here we go. Uh, uh, so um Hunter, do you watch any kind of barbecue television? Be honest. Uh no, yeah. I I watch cooking shows where there's happens to be like a grill master or something like that, and I'm like, oh yeah, Greg, boom, you know, shout out. But that's all. Uh, that's all I really think. You're not. You know? It's not appointment television for you. You're not tuning into the Food Network no. to watch Bobby Flay and Michael Simon get it on and barbecue. Not brawl. quite. Yeah. In fact, I'm texting all my friends and they're like, he does a radio show about barbecue. I was like, absolutely pretty dope, right? Yes. And, and they're like, dope. <laughs> and they're like. Wow, I didn't even know that exists. And did you know that Meathead, Meathead, how long have we been doing segments together now? I don't know, at least 10 years. At, at least 10 years. Can you believe that? We've been doing segments since Hunter was 10 years old. Uh -oh. What well, the we hell? We were doing segments since my, my, my hairline was down here somewhere. I didn't get a chance today to congratulate you oh, all right. on your special broadcast. When was it? Tuesday? Thursday. Thursday? Yes. Um, and for those who didn't hear about this, Greg has been chosen twice this year for um, breaking news exclusive broadcasts, and it really is a. I mean, he's always been a, a, a star, but he's coming into um, his own now. Others are recognizing him for what he is. Thursday, he had an exclusive broadcast with KCBS. To announce their new CEO, yes, which is a, a pretty substantial move, and we were talking about Competition Barbecue. This is an organization that is at the center of Competition Barbecue. Yes, um, uh, they they um, they sponsor or sanction more events than anybody, and um, they're they're struggling a little bit too. Their membership is down. Um, uh, you were saying earlier, competition. Some of them are shutting down, yeah. closing. Yeah. Um, I've heard of events where they hold the event and then they didn't have enough money to pay the winner. Um, uh, you know, some of this. And barbecue competitions uh, have become uh, – we mentioned Big Papa. Big Papa told me, he says, look, it's a rich man's sport. I mean, it used to be you could not. roll in with a, 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 a sedan and a, a Weber Smoky Mountain in the trunk, pop open the trunk and cook three or four meats on one smoker and have a chance to win something. Sure. Uh, now you have to have a Winnebago 
or a trailer <laughs> with a kitchen built in. You got to have a jambo, which is the size of a sofa, um, cost ten grand. Uh, you got to buy wagyu beef briskets. Um, it's just um, it's 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 turned into something's rarefied. And I don't know how you pull it back. I don't know why. Since I don't compete, I stopped judging a long time ago. I'm a backyard cook. Um, I don't know how you bring it back, but I think it. 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 it, it there. The, Emily, uh, the new Emily Detweiler, the new CEO, has her work cut out for her. Yeah, no doubt about it. And I think you know, I think it can get the. There's a mindset that has to be rolled back, which is undoing everything that you just said, Meathead. The the uh, the prime or the, the Wagyu beefs, uh, the jam, and forget about it. Let's keep that, okay? Let's go ahead and keep all the great meats because great meat is great meat, and if you can afford it, whatever. But it is, you know, those high-dollar pits and the Winnebago's and the motorhomes and all this other stuff. So if somebody like, you know, let's say Hunter sees something and he's like, hey, competition barbecue, then he goes and scouts a competition out. And a lot of the heavy hitters are there, and he sees what they're rolling into it. He's either going to be like, "Oh my God, I'm going to have to mortgage everything in order <laughs> to afford to get into this sport," or more importantly, he's going to be like, "Well, forget about this. If I, this is what I need in order to achieve their levels, there's just no way I can afford to get into it." And it's not it's not a rich man sport, there, but there is certainly the perception that one needs to have either a big credit line or a lot of money in order to be successful. And Well, I, I mean, you pretty much have to knock off work on Friday. Um, you've got to drive cross-country, yeah. um, uh, sometimes large distances. Gas ain't cheap. Um, there's an entry fee. Uh, the meats, the cooker. Uh, usually you need to have somebody helping you, so it's two people off work. Yeah. Um, you, it eats up all Saturday and Sunday when you should be with your wife and kids. Um, and, um, and the, the camaraderie is fantastic. Sure. I mean, I've, I've seen enough of them where the regulars, the guys who go every, every week or a couple of times a month, guys like Darren Worth from Iowa Smoky D's, these are nice people and they, they love each other's they drink beer. They uh, they sit around and talk, and they come from states apart, but they see each other every weekend or every other weekend. So there is that communal spirit. Yeah. But uh, I don't know how you. And the other thing is, is when the public goes to a competition, there's nothing. For yeah. Them well, that's there. the uh, that's really probably the the bigger issue is that yes. there is no forward facing or, or crowd facing. So you know if if we all, if all three of us went to a barbecue competition that we knew about, um, you know we might be able to hang out because we have some name cachet around, but. The general public just can't show up and, you know, Hunter can't go, hey, uh, no. you know, give me a slice of that brisket because there's no. health code violations and all that. Plus, mm-hmm. everybody's hidden away in all those big RVs and all that other stuff. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, that, that's going to be a huge piece is somehow getting the crowd involved mm-hmm. and selling those tickets and generating more revenue and adding that to the winnings pot and all that stuff. And that's not what's happening currently. And I think I, I think that's where Emily will there some. some- I think that's where Emily some, will succeed. Some vendor who goes to carnivals and yes. he serves. Yes, right. right. You know, he just spits out ribs. Yes, uh, they bear no resemblance to prize-winning barbecue. Yeah, it's uh, so. I think this is where Emily's strong suit is actually going to end up lying because she has done a number of these kind of things in other lives of profession. So 
we'll see how she does. Um, I mean, you know, I think you're looking at twelve or thirteen hundred dollars of investment to do a barbecue competition over a weekend, and I think I can find a lot better use for twelve or thirteen hundred bucks than doing a, a barbecue competition. And if you really like it and you have the money and you want to do it, that's fine. You know, people fish. People play golf. I mean, Hunter, you're a golfer, right? I mean, you can easily drop a lot of money on yeah, uh, irons. $1,200, that's just a set of irons. Yeah, right. Yeah, but you're not buying irons every week, right? That's correct. Yeah. So, I mean, and, uh, you're, how much are you spending on greens fees, cart rentals? Yeah, yeah. You're, you're spending. Depends where you're going. I mean, Torrey Pines is 250 to $500, depending on what time of the week you go. Yeah. On the weekend, it's 500 or so. That's a fair parallel. Yeah. So, uh, depending on where you go and other, so, mm-hmm. I mean, you will see, I mean, some of it does run into, Hey, it's your, it's a hobby. It's going to cost you money regardless. And you're, you know what you're getting into, but we have seen the rise in overall cost over the last five and six and seven years. It just doesn't seem to make sense as time wears on that, that kind of a cost increases, uh, or what appears to be associated with uh, what you have to do in order to win. So, I mean, you don't hey, need, Hunter. yeah. Have you ever heard of a variation of golf called Equalizer Golf? Um, I think it's on the TV show. Uh, what is it? Is it? Uh, I forget what the TV show on Golf Channel was, but I, I've heard about it. it. What is Equalizer Golf? I used to play it in college. And now let's say you and I go out on the links together. Now I haven't played golf since college. Uh-huh. Um, so so you're going to kick the stuffings out of me for the first few holes. And every stroke you beat me by, you need to take a slug of whiskey. It's in the cart. And oh, yes. so That's Mesa, you're Arizona to right there. You by three or four strokes <laughs> per hole. After three or four holes, we're getting equalized, and I'm getting motivated. <laughs> wow, you got to have a cart for playing equalizer. I that, seems, that seems very dangerous to have a cart playing equalizer golf. You probably... <laughs> You need a driver. You, you need two carts, the, one with by, designated drivers. By the ninth hole, you're doing wheelies in the sand track. <laughs> Holy moly. Outrageous. <laughs> All right, Meathead. So in uh, last before I let you go, we got uh, two weeks' time. I will be reconvening into the Windy City of you're Chicago. Really coming. really coming, unless something changes between now and then. But the plan is that I'll be coming. So... Where should we be? Media. Where should we be dining amongst all of the great options? Well, you said your daughter is coming with you, and yes. she wants steak. Well, she's the reason that we're going. Okay, well yeah. then, let's give her steak. All right. There's no shortage of great steak in Chicago. Um, hmm? I, I forget where you're staying, but oh no, I know, I know where you're yeah. staying. The Mart. Um, we may just eat at Smith of Walensky. It's right near there. They're really good steaks. Maybe not the single best, but they're really good. And if the weather's nice, we yeah. can sit right on the riverfront. It's just beautiful, the boats and the people and the strolling and uh, the outdoor. And mm. they have a great wine list. Oh, you don't drink anymore. I don't. <laughs> uh, we, may, we, may, we may have to t- hold you down and pour something <laughs> down your cover. I don't know. That seems highly illegal, but whatever. Uh, you know, one of my new favorite follows on Instagram, uh, Nick Solaris. I don't know if you know who he is, but... His favorite meal of all time is Smith & Walensky prime rib, creamed spinach, and hash brown. He has it mm. every Sunday. He goes there every Sunday in New York wow. City. Every Sunday. Wow. Yeah. Is I it- prefer ribeye steak to prime rib. It's the yeah. same cut of meat. Yes. But the ribeye steak is browned on more surfaces than a, than a, rib, than a, than a prime rib. 
And uh, but uh, yeah, we could get that. Whatever your daughter wants, you know, um, uh, we'll we'll find something. Hopefully the weather will be nice. We'll have a good time. All right. Well, I can't wait to do it and uh, reconvene in person with one meathead from AmazingRibs.com. In the meantime, do this. Go to AmazingRibs.com and ask all of your questions. Consider joining the Pitmasters Club, by the way. It would get you free access to a forum and some pitcasts uh, that I uh, produce once a week for Meathead as well. And if you're so inclined and you want video, tinyurl.com slash bbq stars in order to sign up for that and that's only a limited time sign up right Meathead, or is that um, ongoing at the moment right now they're they're going to open you can sign up to be on the mailing list and they're going to open registration oh. for like only a week I, okay. i've been arguing with them really vehemently that it, they need to keep it open longer that people are going to hear about it and want to do it but they think that there's i don't know i'm not going to get into it right. but in any case there's one more tidbit of news. Go. We'll talk about it next month. All right. But um, next week, we are announcing at AmazingRibs.com our first meetup in Memphis. Holy moly. Gonna have- it's going to be a meetup. There's going to so be a meetup. What I believe is the very first conference of consumers. There's been National Barbecue Association for the Trade. Yes. There are several conventions related to the barbecue business. Sure. But we're going to have a consumer-facing, consumer-oriented meetup in Memphis Pork-centric, really good pork stuff, pork seminars, pork tasting. And then we're going to all board buses, and we're going to hit the barbecue joints in Memphis. And we'll be announcing it next week, and you'll be able to register for that, too. All right. Well, uh, if you have any questions, head on over to AmazingRibs.com. It is Meathead. You find him here the second Tuesday of every month. Meathead, always appreciate the time, and I will see you sooner than later for realsies. Yeah, it'll be great. All right. There he is. Meathead, right there. Where are you going? Oh, he's out of here. Going to bed. Do right. you want to sign off, or are you just going to dump it? All right. All right. He's got he's to go hit the, gotta go hit the potty. Right. Anyway, uh, that was Meathead from AmazingRibs.com. And I want to talk to you quickly. About something... What am I talking to you about? I don't know. Oh, here we go. Sorry about that. Uh, The Barbecue Guru, that's right, makers of automatic pit temperature control devices. Hmm? 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 You are struggling with your temperature control on your kettle or your bullet smoker or smaller offset or ceramic style cooker? Well, I have a solution for you. It's called the Barbecue Guru, and this is a neat little device. It varies in levels of technology and price, of course, but if you want something just to be able to keep that pit temperature consistent, you want to check these guys out. BBQGuru.com is the website, 800-288-GURU. That's 800-288-GURU. You can call them and ask any questions that you have. It's basically a little micro fan, and then you put a probe into the cooking chamber, set the temperature you want the pit to run at, and it'll pulse on the fire, keep it right where you want. It actually leads to a great fuel economy. Get a longer burn, more efficient burn, of course, because it's being computer-controlled yet. They also have the world's first ceramic cooker with a built-in power draft fan. 
That's called the monolith. If you have a barbecue guru temperature controller already, you can hook the controller to the fan. Away you go. You don't have to buy a new fan. You don't have to worry about it. Just hook that controller up and away you go. Plus, it comes with a great number of wonderful accessories at no additional cost. According to TNS Barbecue, they also work on the larger offsets as well. Yay! Again, the website, bbqguru.com. That's bbqguru.com. Or you can uh, call out at 800-288-GURU. We are back to wrap the first hour. Stick around. Be right back. advice on cooking brisket and ribs and the only host willing to share his honest opinion on all things important in the world of barbecue it's the barbecue central show all right welcome back this portion of the show being brought to you by fireboard that's right monitor up to six different temperatures simultaneously connect to wi-fi for cloud-based monitoring or connect via bluetooth i used mine two days ago when i had no less than three three pound tomahawk steaks on the uh, originally on the traeger moved over to the weber for the final sear if you have alexa or the google assistant in your home you're in luck because fireboard fully integrated with both Find out more by visiting fireboard.com or you can call 816 945 2232. That's 816 945 2232. Good folks over at Fireboard. Listener email coming in from Jeffrey Stone. Hey, Greg, coming to you from a slightly moist south. Just finished the Myron Mixon interview slash show, and I must admit, Myron is a polished interviewee. His TV persona versus his live interview persona complement each other. The interview was entertaining and as smooth as any of the other's previous. It was a new benchmark for great interviews as it relates to the show. Keep on rocking it from the Barbecue North Coast, and I'll keep rocking it from Grandpa's Pride Barbecue Secret Test Location. All right. Thank you for writing in, Jeffrey. It's Jeffrey Stone, Grandpa's Pride Barbecue. Uh, Jeffrey, I would like to say that you're the first one to tell me how great that was. But that did get a lot of reaction, uh, both email-wise, social media-wise, and then all I had to do was go to the old download numbers and the Myron Mixon interview. Uh, One of the most downloaded right off the bat. So my agenda or my way to track how popular a show is. I don't sit there and go from release to where we are present day, but that's forever on some of those shows. For me, it's a one-week snapshot from release to a week out. How many can we accumulate? And he's well into the lead. Let's say that. 
And it was a good interview. Like I said, if you've only seen Myron Mixon on television and you're not into folks that seem to really love themselves, you might not be a fan. However, when you see him in a setting like my show and he comes on, look, he's still very brutally honest. He's not looking to dodge any questions, but he is himself in that kind of a format. He's not gimmicked up or playing a character or a a gimmicked up version of himself for the TV, which you have to do. It's entertainment. It's television. Here in this setting, you get the real Myron Mix. Thoughtful, unafraid, and honest. And we go from there. Anyway, let's go ahead and get ready for the second hour. You're listening and watching the Barbecue Central Show. Stick around. You'll be right back.